Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to In-Depth. I'm your host, Jill Webb. The number of women who die in childbirth in the United States is a major problem. We have one of the highest maternal death rates compared to other wealthy countries. This includes women who die while pregnant, during labor, or up to a year postpartum. And a recent report from the CDC found that up to 80% of them were preventable. These risks are especially high for Black women. They make up 31% of all pregnancy-related deaths, despite being only 13% of the U.S. population. Black women say they don't feel heard when it comes to healthcare. One study found that 70% of them endured at least one negative experience during an exam. And when I say negative experience, I mean feeling like they received lower quality care. That's why many Black women are now looking for additional support in the delivery room. Not their partners, but someone who will be listened to by healthcare providers midwives and doulas. Amber was, first and foremost, a, a very inspirational woman. You can hear the admiration in Bruce McIntyre's voice when he talks about Amber Rose Isaac. She was a peer amongst everyone. She was somebody that always pushed you hard and somebody that had your back. Such high energy such a great spirit. Bruce and his girlfriend Amber lived in the Bronx. They were elated when they learned they were expecting their first child. This was back in May of 2020. Amber just had this motherly presence to her, this warmth. And that just really drew me in and, and I knew that she was going to be a fantastic mother. The couple, who are both Black, thought a lot about their birth plan, especially Amber. She wanted it to be surrounded by family. Th that was really important to her us 
she had actually spoken to me about midwives and doulas. She was more knowledgeable of the disparities than I was. Like how in New York City, black women are over nine times more likely to die in childbirth. Amber started having health issues early in the pregnancy. I can physically see it because she's having shortness of breath. We're trying to keep her as active as possible so we can have a smooth delivery. And it went from being able to walk half a mile to get to the park to barely being able to make it down the block. At the same time, he says they were having a frustrating time at Montefiore Hospital in the Bronx. It seemed like since the very first appointment, the OBGYN would judge me. Bruce felt like hospital staff were judging him and Amber for being unmarried. He says there was a lack of doctor-patient communication. Her provider would leave town, leaving her to other providers. And, you know, there are four or five different OB signing off on her paperwork. And then you start to see that it becomes this assembly line model of care where you're just being passed down to the next person. He says they thought the hospital would give them great treatment, especially because they had a personal connection to it. Amber's mother worked there. Amber had insurance through that hospital. So we thought she was okay. This was happening at the beginning of the pandemic. Bruce says her already sparse appointments were pushed to telehealth visits despite Amber telling them she needed to be physically seen. I've seen Amber stressing out so much about not getting these updates and dealing with these incompetent doctors. They were fed up, so they looked for a Black midwife. They didn't know how hard that would be. New York recognizes two midwife certification pathways. Certified midwives and certified nurse midwives. Both require a master's degree, and both are geared toward in-hospital births. There's a third pathway available in 37 other states. It's called Certified Professional Midwives. Their training is specifically geared towards at-home births. But because New York doesn't recognize this certification, and because the state has few midwifery master's programs, there are not many at-home midwives. There also aren't many Black midwives. So it's been busy, as it always is. That's Nubia Earth-Martin. She's a certified midwife with a Master's of Science in midwifery in New York. She got into the field after two traumatic hospital births. When Nubia was pregnant with her third baby, she wanted someone to assist with a home birth. But like Amber, it felt impossible. I was dismayed that I could not find anybody who looked like me and who I felt had the same kind of philosophy of care that I do here in New York. So I ended up finding a home birth midwife all the way in Teaneck, New Jersey, who happened to be licensed in both New York and New Jersey, so she was able to serve us. At the time, we traveled from New York to New Jersey for all of our prenatal care visits. We were not driving at the time, but I said to my husband, I feel a connection with her. I feel safe with her. I trust her. So I'm willing to travel, you know, to the moon and back if we need to for her care. And that's what we did. She had three more children, all at home. She began to reflect on why it was so difficult to find a Black midwife. When 
the grand midwives, the black midwives of the South were catching black babies and white babies, right? They were catching everybody's babies. But there was systematic approach to kind of pushing them out of the way and ushering birth into hospitals. According to Midwifery Today, during the 1800s, middle-class families began turning to doctors for help with childbirth. With anesthesia becoming more standard by the 1900s, more births were happening in hospitals. At the same time, regulations were happening for midwives. New York City first required midwifery licenses in 1716. But these laws weren't really enforced. And in rural areas without doctors, midwives were needed. Birthing laws became stricter after the 1920s. By the 1960s, 97% of births were happening in hospitals. At the same time, the women's liberation movement of the 60s and 70s brought midwives back into the mainstream. And when midwifery made a resurgence, it was very much white because the first midwifery schools did not allow Black students in until 1965. You know, so there were many factors at play. That discrimination decreased the amount of practicing Black midwives. That suppression of Black midwives still impacts us present day. When Bruce and Amber were desperately searching for a Black midwife, they found Nubia. Nubia was the perfect person for us. We just felt a deeper connection with Nubia. I felt like the very first conversation with Nubia was wonderful and very insightful because I didn't know too much about midwives. At that point, Amber was pretty far along in her pregnancy. Nubia couldn't take Amber on as a client until she reviewed her blood work and health documents. Once she looked at Amber's medical records, Nubia knew the 26-year-old was in danger. Amber's platelet levels had been deteriorating since December of 2019, a few months after she was pregnant, way before COVID was even announced. If your platelets are at a 150, they need to be monitored. And if they're at a 125, they need to be monitored and prepped for treatment. By December, <laughs> her platelets were at a 90 and she wasn't receiving any type of treatment. We explained to her that, unfortunately, with her blood work the way it was, she was not a good candidate for home birth, but more importantly, a doctor needed to intervene right away. On the morning of April 18th, 2020, Amber and Bruce received a phone call from the hospital. They're telling us that we need to come to the hospital immediately for treatment, for treatment only. Bruce says Amber's platelet levels had dropped by the time they got to the hospital. And due to COVID regulations, she had to go in alone. We were trying to tell them that they need to make some sort of exception because... Amber has been being neglected this whole time, and she doesn't need to be alone, and she's scared. She's, she's begging me to come up. She's begging her mother to come up, who works in that hospital. Security comes up to me and, and tells me, okay, Mr. Baby Daddy, you need to calm down. We need you to go sit down. Matter of fact, we don't want you to sit down in here. You need to wait outside. They made me wait outside for trying to defend Amber, and I wasn't even <laughs> getting loud. Eventually, he got in. But things escalated. They're starting to use the sense of urgency to push Amber into the arms of irrational decision-making. She was so frightened, so scared. Bruce tells her this when trying to comfort her. This is it. We get to take our baby home. This is the last step. We're almost there. This is what we've been fighting for. 
He says hospital staff began to wheel Amber out to the operating room. They're telling me, oh, she'll be back in 20, 25 minutes. Right after, we'll come get you so you can go see your son. I just remember 40 minutes going by and I'm not hearing anything. And then... Seeing them rush out of the room with a bloody baby. And they're, you know, announcing over the, over the intercom that they need all emergency staff to head to the OR. That was the last time I've seen Amber alive. He says doctors induced labor and performed an emergency C-section. Bruce says her blood didn't clot. She bled out and died. Her baby, a boy named Elias, survived. Kaylee Zushner kept hearing stories that were like Amber's. I know somebody who almost died. She had a baby when she was in high school, and she kept telling them that she was in pain, and they wouldn't take her seriously, and they just kept telling her that she was okay, that she just had a baby, pain is normal, and she almost bled out. When she had her first pregnancy visit at the doctor's, she understood why other Black women kept saying they didn't feel validated in those settings. So Kaylee decided to have an at-home birth. The people closest to me were mostly supportive. There were a lot of people, a lot of women especially, who tried to scare me about labor in general and then also like calling me brave for wanting to have my baby at home, whereas I feel like having your baby in the hospital as a woman of color, that's brave. She began looking for a doula and a midwife six months into her pregnancy. I was looking for first someone of color so that I, you know, that's what I'm most comfortable with. Kaylee found Nubia, who became her doula and then her midwife. I could feel her passion for birth work. It just felt like, okay, I'm safe in this woman's hands. (laughs) And I want other women to feel that kind of safety because that's how you're supposed to feel. Kaylee has since become a birth worker herself. She pushes for other Black women to access birth alternatives. There are a lot of people of color who live in New York and they deserve to feel safe when they give birth and they deserve to have people who understand them. But not everyone has that option. According to the American Midwifery Certification Board, Less than 7% of midwives in the United States are Black. Nubia and many other Black birth workers believe having more representation would have a huge impact. It could mean more birth givers, especially Black women, would be encouraged to explore out-of-hospital birth alternatives. They would have more support within the hospital and medical system in general. New York City is starting to listen to the demands of those who have endured traumatic birthing experiences. In March, Mayor Eric Adams announced an initiative to expand access to a citywide doula program. He also introduced a new midwifery path to allow more midwives to become certified. We want to acknowledge it or not, the reality is Black women are treated different when they go for health care. In September, the mayor signed into law a package of maternal health-related bills, mainly focused on education. The measures include the right to be free from pregnancy-related discrimination from health care providers. The package also codifies the city's health department initiative to train doulas, place them in marginalized neighborhoods, and offer free services. 
Advocates say it's a step in the right direction, but they want more. This is an epidemic and it's a crisis. I have been a victim of this epidemic, the Black maternal health crisis. Assemblymember Radnice Bashat Hermelin represents Brooklyn's 42nd district. She is also the chair of the New York State Assembly's Women's Issues Committee. She supports the mayor's efforts to expand access to doulas and midwives. She's very familiar with traumatic birthing experiences. I was a victim of being shut out of the hospital. Assemblymember Bashat Hermelin believes having a birth worker present when she was pregnant would have changed her experience. So I, I went to the hospital to get aid because I was pretty much delivering. The hospital, however, decided to not give me care because of policy, hospital policy, and insurance. And basically they sent me away to die and have my baby like on my own. Her son died shortly after he was born. And so I kind of understand the issue around why people might feel comfortable to have more home births and the importance of funding doulas and midwifery care. Very, very important. When the assembly member thinks back to the birth, she feels one simple change could have helped so much. She just wanted to feel seen. I think the biggest issue was the fact that I didn't have anyone to tell me what to do, how to do it. I was not experienced. I was learning on the go. I didn't have a doula. I didn't have a relationship with the doctor. I had nothing. I was pretty much by myself. It's a common theme amongst other Black birth givers. And the main reason so many advocates want to have more accessible Black midwives and doulas. I think having a doctor who knows your body, who knows your health conditions, who can communicate with you often, would definitely be more helpful because there are things that you could prevent to do. The assembly member has been working on a number of bills centered on maternal issues. It's more of a reparation bill, which would find some way, some remedy to the family after a hospital has done unjust in terms of not doing what they needed to do to make sure that expectant mother lived and was healthy. And uh, many times the family just walk away with nothing. We need to be listening to women. We need to be listening to our professional midwives and professional birth workers who are advocating for lives. But we need more access to midwifery and doula services. I strongly believe that that is the correct way of birthing, where you're being taken care of before, during, and after childbirth. Nubia still thinks about Amber. She wants to ensure women don't face similar issues. Nubia started a home birth scholarship. It's named after Amber. It provides money to pregnant people who want to have home births, but need help paying for it. The solution is we need more providers who are not going to perpetuate those same harms, who are not going to be practicing from a place of systemic racism and implicit bias, and who understand who we are as a people culturally and also spiritually. And I think that's the big part that's left out of midwifery education, probably because it's the part that you can't really teach. It's something that you either have or you hone, but it's not something that you can read in a book and, you know, and get. Bruce is currently suing Montefiore Hospital for malpractice and negligence. We've reached out to the hospital to get its side of the story. 
A spokesperson declined our interview, but sent a statement that says, quote, 94% of our deliveries are minority mothers, and Montefiore's maternal mortality rate of 0.01% is lower than both New York City and national averages. Any maternal death is a tragedy. Our hearts go out to Miss Isaac's family, especially to her mother, our longtime colleague, end quote. Amber and Bruce's son, Elias, is now two years old. Despite the time that has passed, Bruce has not stopped fighting for Amber and others like her. I started advocating for her immediately and people started to draw to what I was saying and the things that I was doing. I feel like if I don't get up and and work for her, she's not going to get justice. Thanks so much for listening. In Depth is a special production of WCBS News Radio 880. If you are enjoying our series, please rate, review, and subscribe. We're on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to producer Dempsey Palat and audio engineer Andy Eganthorpe. Special thanks to Emily Nadel, who wrote and produced this episode. Famy Redwood is the managing producer of podcasts, and I am your host, Jill Webb. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.